0: Namaste everyone and welcome to another edition of the Ramanan Saga Ramayana Review from the Hindu Pod. My name is Pradeep and I'm the dad.
1: My name is Vishala and I'm the daughter.
0: And how are we doing today Vishala?
1: I'm good. How about you?
0: I am actually very excited. And the reason that I'm this excited is because we actually picked up listeners in the United Kingdom and Malaysia this past week. So for you guys, I would just like to welcome you aboard and we look forward to hearing from you. Of course, our email address, if you wanted to send comments or suggestions or even your own review to us, it's thehindupod at gmail.com. That's thehindupod at gmail.com. And talking about that, Vishal, we actually have some feedback this week. And uh, last week I put out a call and I asked you guys to uh, send us your opinions. And you all really responded and you did a very good job. So without delay, the first one comes from Mrs. T. And she is saying, wasn't the first meeting of Guha and Sri Ram when he was exiled in Dandaka Forest? So as I was growing up, we primarily listened to the Sri Ram Charitmanas, which is the Tulsi Das Ramayan. And according to Sri Ram Charitmanas, that is the first meeting of Sri Ram and Guha. But as we started doing this podcast and I started researching the other versions of the Ramayan, according to Sri Veda Adhyatma Ramain, the first meeting of Sri Ram and Guha was when he was on his way with Lakshman and sage Vishwamitra to Mithala. So Sri Ram and Guha actually meets three times. The first time is on his way to Mithala. The second time is after exile. When he goes and he meets Guha, he actually spends a night at Guha's ashram and Guha is so concerned about Sri Ram he's so worried about Sri Ram that he stays up all night looking over him to make sure that he's okay and when Sri Ram realizes this he feels so close to Guha at that point that he considers Guha to be his very own brother and he promises Guha that upon his return from exile he will stop once again at his hermitage and of course on his way back he stops and he, visit, he visits Guha again and after that is when he goes back to Ayodhya. So it's actually three times that he meets with Guha. So for reference you can uh, check Bal Khand of the Adhyatma Ramayana and it will be in Kanto 6 is where the first meeting of Guha and Sriram takes place. As I just mentioned, we picked up new listeners in the UK and we actually have some feedback from a gentleman by the name of Richard in the UK. And he has an observation. He says that looking at Pars not being able to recognize who Ram is, it reminds me of ourselves. Having God in us and not being able to see him in ourselves. And this is absolutely true. In each of us, There is a spark of that divinity in all of us. When we come, the Lord takes Avatar inside of us. He lives within us. When we look at each other, we should be able to see that divinity. This is why when we look at each other, we put our hands together, we bow, we say Namaste, or we say Jai Sri Ram, or we say Jai Sri Krishna, or Sitaram. It is because we should be recognizing that divinity within the next person. It's a very beautiful thought. And were we to recognize that in the next person, all hate, all anger, all malice towards each other would disappear. Because what we would see is love between each other. We had another listener that sent us some links about Ravana being at the swayambar um, i have reviewed the links none of them actually gives a direct reference to where in Ramayana it is i've continued to look and i cannot find anywhere in the Ramayana itself where it says ravana was at the swayambar it for me it's still an, an open discussion if any of you f- actually find in the Ramayana where it is, it doesn't matter which version of the Ramayana, please let me know and I'd be happy to update that. Um, but until I see it, I cannot really say that he was at the Swayamber. So I am very sorry that I couldn't give you a definite word on that this time. But again, if I find it, I will definitely update with that information. So with having said that, it's time to begin our review. So Vishala, what episode is this?
1: Season 1, Episode 9.
0: And what's the name of this episode?
1: Marriage Preparations.
0: Marriage Preparations, and that is exactly what they do. The IMDb description says, King Janak sends word to Ayodhya to inform King Dashat of the engagement of their two children. Overjoyed? The entire Ayodhya royal family come to Mithila to prepare for the wedding. After further discussion between the two royal families, it is decided that the four princes of Ayodhya will wed the four princesses of Vedaha, which is another name for Mithila. IMDb gives this a rating of 8.7 stars. What do you think, Vishala? Do you think it deserved 8.7 stars? That's a little bit lower than we've been seeing mm-hmm. lately. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I personally um I don't think it deserved 8.7 stars. I think it I think 8.7 stars is a little bit high for this one. But we'll talk about that a little bit later.
1: There are some things about it that were a, a little hard to understand, but other than that Yeah. It
0: was. So the original air date of this was the 29th of March 1987. And where can people view this episode of The ramayan
1: YouTube.
0: Yep, YouTube and we will place a link in the show notes. And what are your overall thoughts about this episode?
1: Okay, it was good, but there was something I realized. So whenever whenever I watch the episodes, it's hard for me to like keep up with what they're saying and understand them. And I was like, um, I think that's because, like, they're either talking too slowly or, like, the subtitles, they're taking, like, too long to, like, say everything. Like the, the sentences are broken into, like, multiple parts and they're talking really slowly, so it's hard to understand what they're saying. Like, they don't show, like, the full sentence in one um, in one line, so it's hard to understand what they're saying because they have to remember everything they say.
0: Yeah, but that could uh, possibly be just the... Um the translation right mm-hmm. us having to to read the translation um and not being able to actually listen to it as it's being said to understand what is being said i'm sure that if somebody was uh, actually listening to the hindi and would they were able to understand the hindi itself they would have a different view on that yeah for me i uh my overall thoughts on this it's definitely a talker There's a lot of uh, dialogue in this. There's not a whole lot actually happening, um, but there's a lot of dialogue. And uh, I can see why it gets a little bit lower rating uh, because, you know, there's no real um, story. You know, there's nothing from the storyline of Ramind that's actually happening. It's just, as it says, it's marriage preparations and that's all they do all episodes. They just prepare for the wedding. So if you're ready, why don't you go ahead and start with the review and I'll jump in uh, wherever I can.
1: The episode starts with Bharat and Shatrugan and they're walking into their parents' room and they're happy.
0: Yeah, they are so excited (laughs) to be able to give this news. And you can see the mischievous looks on their faces as they run into the bedroom.
1: I love Bharat and Shatrugan in this episode. Yeah,
0: Yeah, so this is really the first time we really get to see Bharat and Shatrugan do a little bit of acting, huh? Uh, the rest of the time, it's really Sri Rama and Lakshman. Uh, this is the first time we get to see Bharat and Shatrugan act.
1: And, this, and they did a good job too. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I like uh, Shatrugan. You yeah. know, I like the character of Shatrugan. He, uh, uh, he doesn't say much, uh, as in Ramayan. You know, uh, Shatrugan actually has the smallest uh, role in Ramayan that we get to hear of, but in the background, he's very active. Um, but whatever little they've given him, he does a lot with it. This actor is very good.
1: So King Dashar asks what happened, and the boys um, they tell they start telling him and um, the mother all the news. They start telling them that there's news about Ram, and right at the mention of Ram, Kaushalya, she she shoots up, and she's she, she's she like she's like I guess you could say concerned because she wants to know if something happened. Yeah, and um. And they call KK into the room. And Kaushalia says that she wants to read this letter that was given to them by the messenger of Mithila. And um, the son that I think is Bharat says no because her tears of joy would wet the paper so there would be nothing to read.
0: Yeah, he, he's not letting them read it because <laughs> they are so emotional. <laughs> You're going to ruin the letter. No, I'm not going to let you read it. <laughs> and then... Uh, yeah, he actually tells them, well, I have two messages. And one is from Vishwamitra and the other one is from Janaka. So which one you want me to read first?
1: Well, she says to just go ahead and read it out loud. Just, just hurry up and do it already.
0: Yeah, because she can't make up her mind. It's like, come on, just tell me what you have to tell me. Why are you, why are you making all of this uh, drama about this?
1: So they start to read. So they start explaining what happened. And they say how Ram is doing very well. They he's defeated Tarka Subahu, and Marich, and they went to Mitila where Sita's wedding is being taking place.
0: Yeah, so they they give them a synopsis of Ramayana up to the point that yeah. they're at. Yeah, it was a very nice uh, recollection.
1: And now he's going to be married to Sita, and both mothers they start bursting with joy.
0: So I loved i think this would actually be my favorite part of the entire episode i love seeing bharat and shatrugan reenact the swayambar yes. drawing the bows and everything mm-hmm. that was so beautiful to see the two of them do that like
1: the, the, when when they're explaining everything they were just they're like acting out everything like mm-hmm. them but the two mothers they like they start crying on each other basically like they're they're I can't.
0: Yeah, so KKE is begging Kaushalya to please help me to calm down, right? And so pay attention to this, right? Pay attention to KK. And pay attention to the love that she has for Sri Ram. Bharat is there, but she's showing you right here and now that I love Sri Ram just as much as anybody else. And this is a genuine feeling that KK Mata has for Sri Ram. So when the time comes later on for him to go to exile, think about how much this is breaking her heart to be doing this. So in this episode, it shows you in a couple different sections, KKE's love for Sri Ram. And it is something for us to actually pay attention to and be aware of.
1: So the queens talk about how excited they are to hand over everything to Sita and how they will soon be grandmothers. And Dashrath, he, he slowly puts up, he, he, he puts up his finger and he's like, I, I'll i be a grandfather too. Yeah. <laughs> it was really funny.
0: Oh my god, this, after like, this, this guy that does Dashrath, <laughs> I don't know what to say about this guy. He, Here's the thing, right? Raja Dashrath is actually a very powerful king. At one time he rules the entire earth. Right? So this is how powerful Raja Dashrath is. But This actor, the way he portrays Dashrath, he portrays him as a very weak and emotional person. Every time I see him, this is the way that Dashrath is being portrayed in this Ramayana. And I really don't like the way that that he's doing it. So Kaushalya Mata, after all of this excitement, she reminds Raja Dashrath that you now have to go and meet with Raja Janak to make arrangements. And Raja Dashrath says that in all the excitement, he actually forgot. So now he has come back to his senses and he's ready to start acting in the way that he's supposed to.
1: So they meet in the court and King Janak's messenger, Devavrat, asks um, Dashrat to bring his priests and relatives to Mithila. And Vishishta tells him to inform um, King Janak that they accept the invitation and the alliance between them is very good. Deshort gives their um, permission to leave for Mithala but before he does so he offers gifts and jewels and spaghetti apparently to deliver <laughs> them to King Jack.
0: Yeah, it did, <laughs> it did look like he was giving him a, a plate of marbles and spaghetti <laughs> yeah so uh, as they're talking about this this is one of the things I really liked about um, this episode Uh you know when we were growing up in Trinidad and the, the groom's side is coming to the bride's side we used to say the Bharat has arrived and they use that term in this um, in this episode and they use it several times when they talk about um, the Bharat has to go to Mittala to you know attend the wedding. Um, I was very happy to see that. After Devavrat gives uh, Dashrata the message from Janaka, he asks him, so what's your next command? So he wants to know what is Raja Dashrat's plan. But Raja Dashrat says that it is up to the Guru to tell them what is next to be done. So he turns to Vashishta. So Vashishta says, that on behalf of the city of Ayodhya and Raja dashrat we accept the invitation. He says the alliance will be very good, and it will lead to a combination of two great powers. And remember, these are still kingdoms. There are still politics involved. And the union of two great powers like this is, of course, going to be very good for both of them. As Devavrat is ready to leave, Raja Dashar gives him a message to give to his children. And he says that he sends his loving blessings to them. And he says to tell Sri Ram that he is living without Ram like a chatak bird or the cuckoo bird lives waiting for the star of Arcturus. So I was curious about this and I looked it up as to what this would mean. I couldn't find anything about the star Arcturus but this particular bird lives his, lives his life and he would not drink any water from any lake or any water that has touched the ground or anything like that he sits and he waits with his mouth opened, and he's there just waiting for the rain to fall and that is where this bird gets his water from right he doesn't want to drink any impure water it has to come directly from the sky and just as this bird Is sitting there waiting for rain to fall so he can quench his thirst. This is what Raja Deshrat means that I am sitting here without my Rama, just waiting for him to return. So Devavrat also tells him, Raja Deshrat, it is your right to call them children. But the world actually considers them the embodiment of courage and bravery. Even the gods aren't lucky enough to have children like them. And he is fortunate just to be in the company of Dashrath. Because imagine Dashrath has been able to raise children of such valor.
1: Dashrath turns to Vashishtha and asks how to go about this. And he responds saying that after they finish praying to guardian Ganesh, then they'll, then they'll leave.
0: All right, and start everything with prayer first.
1: Dashrath says that everyone in the kingdom should be invited to this event and he orders for the commander to prepare the army
0: yeah so he tells uh, Bharat and Shaturgan, he says invite all the kings around invite all the ministers invite the entire army invite the residents of Ayodhya and we're all getting ready to go to Bharat to Mittala
1: so the scene cuts to um, a bunch of jewels and gifts being displayed and it shows Kalshalia telling Suman Dashrath's chief minister, that all of this is to be donated. She explains how the Brahmins will be offered a thousand cows and food and clothes will be given to the people. And she says how the Brahmins and seekers must be given so much alms that they will know, that they will have no need to ask for anything else.
0: Sumant also tells her that Raja Dashrath has opened up the treasury on this occasion and that before they leave, everyone should have everything they need So that they don't need to ask for anything more she says that if anyone is in need then the king has no right to celebrate such a personal event and we look at today politicians don't care about what the people need as long as they have everything that they need right as long as they have everything that they want the rest of us It doesn't matter and here we see and this is how the king is supposed to rule this is how the king is supposed to live if the king is living in luxury then he should ensure that everybody else has everything that they need it's a beautiful thought it's a beautiful um, philosophy for us to live by
1: she tells Sumat that when he gets to Mithila to congratulate his mother for her and tell her to consider Ram her son and then she says something that I find very sweet which is that Sita will not be in the Yodhya as a daughter-in-law, but as a daughter.
0: Mm-hmm. So this is something that even today is practiced in, in our culture. When the bride and groom gets married and the groom goes to his mother-in-law's house, um, we see this all the time in our culture, where he is treated with such utmost respect and love when he goes there. And the reason for that is not only that they like him, the reason for that is because I will treat you like a king. I will treat you the best that I can. Because in return, I expect that you will treat my daughter with the same love and the same respect that I am showing you. So this is what we're seeing here. It's a, a part of that that she is saying, you treat Sri Ram, consider Sri Ram to be your own son. And when Sita comes here, she will be like my own daughter so this is an extension of that same thing
1: the scene cuts to Dashat and Mittala where um, he and everyone is with him and Janak welcomes them and explains how amazing it feels to be allied with the clan of Raghu
0: mm-hmm. again they started everything with, with uh, puja as mm-hmm. they show up there you hear all the mantras being chanted in the background the flowers are being thrown and everything um, everything in our culture has always started with, with puja
1: just cuts in saying how it's the almighty that decides all these alliances it is by him that Ayoja and Mithala are partners
0: yeah there's a lot of banter here back and forth and I, I thought that some of it was kind of overblown mm-hmm. you know Janaka welcomes him and he tells him how fortunate Mittala is to have him. Dashat tells him, no, I'm just simply following your request. You send the invitation and then I came. And Janaka now says, no, I am happy to be joining with the Ragukul clan. And they go back and forth, yeah. back and forth with his niceties, you know, thing. like you great to know, you are to know. You... Oh, come on. I, I thought it was just too much.
1: I like that also made it a little bit more confusing as well to understand what was going on
0: that's what i mean when i say i felt they extended this episode too long Mm -hmm. and there were some things in there that i I felt like didn't need to be the way it was this is one of it
1: so vishishta also says that they're equal this is what makes them equal and like you said janak says they're not equal he is the daughter's father and he can't compare with them Mm -hmm. then desha comes and says now janak is the giver he's the seeker of alms He's less than the giver, so he can't compare with Janak. And so, after all that, they say it's time for everyone to rest now and they'll meet again in the morning. Yeah, I
0: think Shutdown had had enough of it as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, he tells everybody, okay, you all go to bed. In the morning, we'll, we'll start this back.
1: The scene cuts to Ram and Lakshman, and Lakshman rushes into the room and asks Ram if they could go meet their brothers and father that just arrived. Mm hmm. And Ram says no, as they're under Vishwamitra's command and they must wait for permission from him.
0: Right, yeah.
1: Vishwamitra then walks in and says that he's there to take them to Deshra. And they arrive and Ram, Dashra, and Lakshman, they reunite again. And Deshra bows to Vishwamitra and then his sons bow to him and then they bowed to Vashishta and then their brothers bow to them.
0: Yeah, so there's always a, a, a hierarchy yeah. to follow and, and that's exactly what they're doing there
1: and they also go around and they meet everyone that was um, in the kingdom.
0: Mm-hmm. So Sri Ram makes it a point to go and welcome the Bharat as well. They have all come there for him and he wants to show his appreciation to them.
1: Mm-hmm. The scene cuts to Ram um, massaging Dashrath's feet, and Dashrath asks if he missed the Yoja. He also asks if he missed his brothers, and he must have missed their mothers. And Ram responds saying that he missed everyone, and he was just focused on the task that was given to him. But he always felt that his father was always with him and guiding him. Dashrath says he, ha- he how he's so young, and yet his ideals are so well thought of.
0: Yeah, he tells him that, uh, you know, look at you, you're so young and, and you think so advanced. And Dasha tells him that I myself am not as advanced as that to be thinking like that. And Ram tells him that everything that I have learned, I have learned from watching you. Dasha tells him that everything he does, he does for the good of his kingdom. And he does it because of the duty of a king. But Rama, everything he's done, he's done because of the word of his father. He does it in the service of his teachers. He does it to protect the hermitages and to protect the sages. That is why he's great. He didn't do anything for glory or for wealth, but he does it for the good of other people. He calls Rama the ideal son. He says that, Rama, you are not only a joy to your parents, but you are also a joy to your ancestors as well. So Sri tells him, it is a duty of every son even if the father doesn't say it to do everything to fulfill his father's wishes and it is that duty that has been his inspiration throughout all of this and of course it is this same duty the same sense of duty that when KK commands him to go to the forest even though Raja Dashar doesn't want him to go and Raja Dashar tells him disobey me because Sri Ram knows that this is something he has to do to protect the name of the Ragukul and to protect the name of his father, that his father wouldn't have broken his, his word, he goes ahead and he does it. So this is a kind of a foretelling of what is to come in this one line that Sri Ram says.
1: The scene switches to Bharat and Nakshman, and they're telling, he's telling Bharat what happened between Ram and Sita. And it's this funny bit where Lakshman is telling, is saying exactly what Ram said about him, all all that stuff about him staring at the moon all night, and it was like someone threw a stone onto his mind's lake, and waves of love are rippling through it, and Sita's images in every wave.
0: Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm sitting here with the guy, and he's telling me about his mind and ripples and all kinds of things. Uh, this is Rama. what's going on here? It was it was very funny. <laughs>
1: And then Ram walks in and he's like, what's, what's going on? Yeah, he
0: walks in with a big <laughs> smile on his face like he already knows. Uh, you, go, you guys were talking about me, yeah?
1: <laughs> and so Lakshman stutters and he says how um, he was just telling Bharat how um, he met Sita. Shachargan says how love wasn't taught the hermitage. How did mm-hmm. he learn about it? And Ram responds saying that it was by nature. It was predecided by the gods what will happen.
0: Yeah, he says, so just as a mother loves, or just as a brother loves, and just as the waves loves the moon, these bonds are not created by man, but rather they're predestined. So this is how he explains love to Shatrugan, that this is something that has been predestined, that has already been written in the stars. And he continues to tell him about uh, when he finds the person that he loves, he says, it's in this way, that when you meet the one that you are to marry, it is vital that when you meet the one of your destiny, that you be totally faithful and hand over your love. After that, nothing will distract you.
1: So the scene cuts to um, Janaka and Vishishtha and Yeah, Vishimikha we have a, a scene Bhai. with all yeah. the
0: elders uh, are sitting there and they're making plans.
1: Yeah. Shaitananda explains um, all the past events that happened and how Rama and Sita will be married. He says how Rama will only marry Sita after being given permission, which they are looking for now.
0: So Dasharatha says that he will defer to the priests of the Ragukul clan, Vashishta, in making that decision as to whether or not Rama and Sita should get married. So Vashishta says that a wedding is the coming together of not only two people, but of two societies. Therefore, it's important that Janaka understand the history of the Ragu's, And he proceeds to tell uh, Raja Janaka of the history of the lineage and about their traditions of the Raghukal clan. And Then he asks not only for Sita, but he also asks for Urmila, for Lakshmana.
1: So Janaka agrees. Um, Janaka agrees to this, and Vishwamitra cuts in, saying how Rama and Lakshman will go on to yuja married, but not Bharat and Anjhadhugan. This isn't right. He says that King Shankasha, Janaka's younger brother, had two daughters, and he would like to have them married to the other two princes.
0: Mm-hmm. So this is turning out to be a very exciting day for a lot of people that they started this day not even thinking they were going to get married and all of a sudden everybody's getting married.
1: Mm-hmm. Janik thanks Fishamitra for, for his proposal.
0: And you notice he just tells his brother.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't He's ask him. I mean, <laughs> or He just, really just <laughs> tells
0: him, hey, by the way, your two daughters are going to be marrying his two sons, all right? And that's that. There's no,
1: just, just no, no dialogue, no day. nothing, yeah. <laughs> There's a scene where he like turns his head like, hmm?
0: <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, this is something... Um, we make making joke about it, but this is the way it used to be. Look, the, the gurus are the ones that's making all the preparations. These kings, these great uh, individuals have no say. It's whatever the gurus are asking, whatever the gurus are deciding, this is what is happening. These decisions are taken completely out of the children's hands. They're taken completely out of the parents' hands. And it is the gurus are the ones that's controlling everything here. And this is the way that it used to be. Nowadays, you couldn't imagine something like that happening, but this is for real. The way it used to be.
1: Janak thanks Vishwamitra for his proposal, and they say that they will all get married on the same day. Mm-hmm. They tell Dashrath to have the boys complete certain rituals that I cannot pronounce, so that they begin. They can begin the rituals. Yeah, their so
0: he tells them to perform the Gaudan ceremony for their benefit, and Gaudan means the giving of a cow. Right. so I'm sure when they give cows they're not given one cow You know, they're probably given thousands of cows to Brahmins mm-hmm. and all of that so that's a part of the uh, beginning rituals for the wedding yeah so the next scene we see uh, Urmila and Sita Mata and Mandavi and Shrutakirti the four of them are there and they're talking and then all the maidservants rush in and they're so excited now think about Sita is the only one that knows that she's getting married at this point mm-hmm. and all these maids even show up and tell them that hey I just heard that of is getting married
1: <laughs> <laughs> but guess then, so what <laughs> yeah,
0: it, uh, I, I couldn't even imagine what they were going through when they heard that in their head
1: so yeah they were informed that um, they're all going to get married to the four brothers and the wedding is already arra- um, the wedding's being arranged and that was the end of the episode.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like I said, it was a very talky episode. There wasn't a whole lot of uh, actual um, events happening. It, it was really just the preparations for the wedding. Uh, so what stood out to you in this episode?
1: The respect that the kings had for each other, like how they kept going back and forth, they like they kept mm-hmm. making sure to let each other know, like I have this much respect for you.
0: Yeah, so I, I'm close to that. I have the respect that was given to the gurus and the priests that were there. The guru's word was taken so much higher than what the kings had to say, or what the families had to say. So that really stood out to me, uh, the level of respect given to the gurus. Is there anything in particular that you liked about the episode?
1: Bharatan I like that, like, what's the word, <laughs> like... Their, their goofiness, their. their mm-hmm. <laughs> they just. This looks like they had a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, and you remember um, the first episode when uh, Guru Vashishta was reading the Patras, mm-hmm. and, and he said, he said really that Ram and Lakshman will be inseparable, and Bhart and Shatrugan will be inseparable. Mm-hmm. And here we see in that. Um, for me, I liked seeing. Uh, we, we touched on it a little bit earlier, but I like seeing. Um, Bharat and Shatrugan for the first time, and seeing their interaction with uh with everybody
1: I feel like I ha- whenever I hear about the two of them, I haven't heard like much of them in the past, and so it's nice like like seeing like this much um
0: like... yeah and hopefully we'll get a little bit more, we'll get some more as as it goes on. Um, is there anything that you disliked about it?
1: What I was saying earlier about the subtitles and stuff, it was hard to keep up with what they were saying and yeah understand well, I think it.
0: when it comes to subtitles though, we can't really blame uh you know the production company for that mm-hmm. um, that's whoever it is was uh producing them subtitles a lot of times those are auto generated and so on so i I don't know um who's really responsible for that um as for disliked, I mean. I think I already talked about it before. It, I thought it was very talky. I felt they were kind of dragging out the episode in some places, um, and I think that's why they got that low IMDb score. For me, I personally I would have rated it a little bit lower than that. You know, I, the thing is, I'm the guy that was complaining all the time about you know them rushing it, mm-hmm. and now they went the completely opposite way and they just uh, they just dragged it out. So I would probably give it a 7 out of 10 if I had to rate it. You know, we are fully aware that there are people that listen to our podcast and they don't watch the show. We like it if you watch the show, but at the same time, we take the responsibility of narrating the Ramayana very seriously. We try to include everything and give different perspectives as much as we can but we still miss things please don't hesitate to reach out to us if you have differing understandings or if you want to add anything if you find that we've forgotten something don't hesitate to let us know we love discussing this stuff and we would consider it a privilege to be a part of that conversation you can always reach out to us at the at gmail.com or you can message us on our facebook page just search for the hindu pod on facebook this has been a presentation of the hindu pod please remember to like share follow and rate this episode since this helps to bump us up in the feeds which helps others to find the podcast please send comments and suggestions to the hindu pod at gmail.com you can text or call us at 281-804-9616 you can search facebook for the hindu pod if you live in the houston area you can find us on most sundays at the Sanatan dharam mandir for sunday morning satsang we are located at 12918 player street houston texas 77045 and are open on sunday mornings at 10 o'clock we are sponsored by hindu handcrafts.com please visit hindu handcrafts.com for hindu religious based items such as framed pictures wall plaques tapestries t-shirts clocks and so on they are perfect for puja use, home decor, or gifts. And until next time, Jai Shri Ram.